From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shana Gallego with your latest news. The National Conservation Council, NCC, is mourning the passing of its chairman, McFarlane McConnelly, who died after getting into difficulties while snorkeling off Collier's Beach Monday. He was 70. The NCC confirmed to Radio Cayman that they had been informed of Mr. Connolly's passing and are still in shock and saddened by his death. NCC said out of respect for his family and close friends, neither the Department of Environment, DOE, nor the NCC are issuing any public statement at this time other than to say that he was a good man for whom family, God, and doing what was right were always important and who will be missed by all who knew him in the communities and country he was a part of. More than 130 new cemetery vaults were built in 2022. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller reports. While discussing a $31,000 supplemental appropriation for last year's budget to ensure sufficient vault space, West Bay MP the Honorable Catherine Ebanks-Wilkes kicked off questions. The cemetery for Boson Bay is quickly reaching maximum capacity and I'm just wondering if there are any plans in place to utilize the adjacent property that is owned by the Crown that was purchased for these said purposes. Um, That is not something we have planned for the moment at this stage, but that is something that we can look at later on. But Department of Environmental Health Director Richard Sims stressed during Finance Committee that his department has been building up local vault numbers. We constructed 24 vaults at the uh, Boston Bay Cemetery, 16 in Bordentown, 12 in Northside, 60 in Prospect, and 25 at St. Mary Garden of Reflection, which brings our total construction to 137 vaults. As to the current number of available vaults? Boston Bay, the 30 vaults, adults, 3 child vaults, and St. Mary, 6, Prospect, 40 adults, and 10 child, Bordentown, New Cemetery, 12 adults, and 9 child, Old Man Bay, 11, 4 child, Northside, 15, 2 child, Gun Bay, 9 adults, and 6 child, East End, 9 adults, and 9 child. That's a total of 132 adult and 43 child-sized vaults across Grand Cayman. There are also three oversized vaults available. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. Opposition leader the Honorable Roy McTaggart says we all need to work together when it comes to fighting crime. It's an issue that, in, in my mind, is not going away. And, you know, the, the solution really has to be multifaceted. It's across many groups of people and, uh, you know, departments within government as well. The solutions, I think, are going to have to be quite coordinated, and it is going to need the help and assistance of everybody in the community if we are to snap this out. Mr. McTaggart says that collaboration and support are critical to prevent complacency. To me, the real danger here is that we become so accustomed to it that, you know, we just blow it off whenever it happens. On Radio Cayman's For the Record today, the opposition leader says it is important to provide consistent support for the Royal Camelons Police Service. He says a recent meeting with the RCIPS to discuss crime in the islands was productive. We can't just sit there and point our fingers and say, oh, it's foreigners. It's not. It's our people. We see our people committing these crimes. Mm-hmm. We see them being arrested for it. They may not have the traditional Caymanian last names, but they're still ours. Deputy Leader and MP Joey Hugh is concerned about the roots of crime in the islands, an issue he says is complex. Why are our young people going, moving towards a criminal activity and the thug lifestyle? 
um, you know, how do we deal with that? How do we, how do we, you know, create an uh, or, or see early intervention in that area? And that requires, as as the leader said, not just the police. By the time they commit the crime and falls into the into the police and the judicial, it's too late. We need to figure out who these kids are why they're going in that direction before they get to committing the crime. That said, Mr. Hughes says we can't ignore or overlook external sources of crime either. We do know that we have illegal immigrants here that come in via canoe, some that overstay. And so we need to address all of those issues. You know, the, those coming in illegally and those overstaying, I think is an easy one to address, you know, and that's for the CBC to look at. You know, they have a lot of work to do. Questions are asked there, you know, controlling immigration, um, illegal entry into the country, as well as how are the firearms getting into the country? Georgetown North MP and Deputy Leader of the Opposition, Joey Hugh. Government's application for a 61-lot subdivision in West Bay was scheduled to the Central Planning Authority today. The National House Development Trust's Apple Blossom subdivision planned at Captains Joe and Osbert Road is facing no objections. Housing Minister, the Honorable J.E. Banks. We're in for planning permission right now for 60 homes in West Bay again also on the, the old Apple Blossom site. It went for planning permission, but we had to make a little changes to it. Department of Environment wanted us to put a, a little buffer between the pond that's there. The eastern portion of the site borders Uncle Sam's Pond, a protected area owned and managed by the National Trust. The Department of Environment says maintaining this wetland area is, quote, important as it acts as a natural sponge and provides storage capacity for excess water during heavy rainfalls or storm events. The area also serves as nesting grounds for birds and feeding grounds for numerous wildlife species. The DOE notes that the proposed land for public purposes coincides with this wetland area and forms a natural buffer between the proposed subdivision and the pond, which the DOE supports, recommending to the CPA that the LPP is, quote, left unfilled and in its natural state. In other local news, on Friday... Coast Guard Petty Officer Dwight Hunter successfully completed his Warrant Officer Qualification course, finishing in the top 25th percentile of his cohort. During the 10-week course, P.O. Hunter was faced with mental and physical challenges, covering a wide range of subjects. The course helps give candidates the leadership capabilities necessary to operate as warrant officers within their organization. The course was administered by the Directorate of Training and Doctrine under the directive of the Command and Staff School Jamaica Defense Force. And we'll leave you with this one. What is summer without summer camps? And what better way to do that than by immersing our kids in our culture? Radio K-Man's April Cummings stopped by the National Cultural Foundation Summer Arts Camp, a cultural immersion, and met up with Rhonda Eady, who was very busy passing on a K-Man tradition. So, Ms. Eady, can you tell me what that is for people who have no idea what it is you're holding in your hand? Okay, we call it the Rye Grove. And it's a tradition that's been in the Cayman Islands for many, many years. If you notice, it is made from the, we used to call it crocus bag, now they refer to it as burlap. So we stitch the edge, make sure the edges have to be stitched around, and then we take a pin, a hairpin, and insert the little strips of fabric, whatever color fabric you like, and you have the strips here and you insert them close as possible toward the, to each other on it and it makes a really beautiful 
very soft and comfortable floor mats. And how did you learn to make them? My mother taught me when I was just a little girl, like these little ones, like seven, eight years old. So how are they doing? They're doing really well. They're so enthused. And the, the older group, they started theirs last week. So I didn't have to teach them today. They're just carrying on with their squares. And I'm happy that the younger ones are here now and they're loving it as well. The campers also have been working on a variety of skills from performance to art. You can find out more by getting in touch with the Cayman National Cultural Foundation. That is your latest local news. I'm Shanda Gallego.